Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, the go-to podcast on how to bring clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Brought to you by Jonathan Gibson, founder of Wells Gibson and author of the Purposeful Wealth book. Pick up your copy of Purposeful Wealth on Amazon and please enjoy this show. Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, where today I want to consider China's Evergrande. For those readers interested in financial news, okay, some might call it noise, the unfolding story of Chinese property developer Evergrande, a name which is ironic given its dire financial position, has spooked global equity markets. The Evergrande Group, or the Evergrande Real Estate Group, is the second largest property developer in China by sales anyway. The short version of the story is that the company is very highly leveraged. In other words, it has borrowed 300 billion US dollars from banks to fund its property developments and has hit material cash flow problems, leaving suppliers and debt repayments at risk. Property prices have risen dramatically in urban China over the past few years, and the Chinese Communist Party is now clamping down on bank lending to slow the boom, which is part of Evergrande's problem. And to add to the drama, Evergrande has also sold high-risk retail products to clients of its wealth management offering, which it appears to have misrepresented as low-risk investments. Oh, what a surprise. Some of these investors' funds have been diverted to shore up the company's own working capital, and some has allegedly been used to pay off other investors, which really is the hallmark of a Ponzi scheme. More acutely, the company needs to meet an interest payment of 84 billion US dollars this week, and the markets are waiting with bated breath to see if they manage to do so. Its bonds are trading at 25 cents on the dollar, and its equity value has fallen by around 85% so far this year. Not great at all, and I notice one of today's headlines reads, investors still in the dark over $83 million bond payment. If ever grand default, some have suggested or speculated that the following chain of events could occur. And I emphasize the word could. So let's summarize these. This could be the equivalent of the Lehman Brothers collapse that set off the market falls leading into the 2008 global financial crisis. This could then lead to the collapse of the company with repercussions for lending banks, most of which are Chinese. This could then result in a fire sale of properties, which results in suppliers going unpaid, which results in a collapse of other development firms. This could then cause a major challenge for the Chinese Communist Party, not least because 1.4 million buyers have put down deposits on unfinished properties. This could then impact on Chinese growth, on which the world depends. And finally, this could then cause a contagion in global markets, resulting in a major decline in stock markets around the world. But hold on a minute. 
what started as a potential corporate default has grown in this story into a major decline in world growth and a stock market crash. But in this case, much of the debt is in local currency and lent by banks that are mostly owned by the Chinese Communist Party, which in the end could force banks to roll or forgive debt and provide unlimited liquidity to the banking system. It does not mean that things will easily be resolved, but it does not mean that the conflated story of these conditional probabilities is likely to occur. There's a lot of what-ifs and a lot of coulds there, isn't there? So let me stress this. It's important to remember that many material world events occur on a regular basis, but do not always end up in negative market outcomes. Even COVID, which put a dent in equity market valuations in early 2020, has failed to turn into a prolonged downturn. Global markets are now well above their highs before the COVID-induced falls. Certainly, it's true that on occasion, a single event precipitates a market fall. But the problem is that we as investors have absolutely no chance of knowing which event this might be. And nor can we possibly position our portfolios ahead of any anticipated fall. If this were possible, the market would already have fallen. In this particular case, it's important to note that Evergrande's market cap value is lower than 6 billion US dollars, or put it another way, Apple is 400 times larger. So any portfolio holding would be minuscule at worst. The company represents around 0.01% of global equities. And remember that China only represents around 4% of global equity markets. My suggestion really is this. Don't pay too much attention to the financial news, which I like to refer to as the negative events world service. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Purposeful Wealth. Please remember to subscribe, review and come back next week for your next instalment. You can also visit the wellsgibson.uk website for more information on bringing clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. The Purpose for Wealth podcast is powered by Wells Gibson Limited, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. This podcast does not constitute financial advice and the listener should not regard any of the financial information provided as a personal recommendation. The advice and strategies highlighted might not be suitable for every situation. It is your responsibility to seek the services of a competent professional if assistance is required. Neither Wells Gibson Limited nor the publisher shall be liable for damages arising herefrom. Investments involve risks. The investment return and principal value of an investment may fluctuate so that an investor's shares, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than the original value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. There is no guarantee strategies will be successful.